fans to episode number 201 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. And once again, a big thank you to everybody for listening to this show, tuning in either every day or just from time to time and helping us get to 200 plus episodes at this point. Just a quick reminder here at the top of the show, I'm going to be away uh, this week. So you're getting not quite the full five episodes for this week. I'm actually recording this one on Monday morning. You're going to be hearing it on Wednesday at the earliest. But yes, next week we will be back to five episodes per week. But I definitely want to record a few episodes uh, before taking a vacation here and, uh, you know, get them out to you guys as the week goes on. So again, not quite five episodes this week, but we will be back to the five episode schedule next week. And we're going to be talking today about some of the Ranger prospects that are playing overseas. We did that a couple episodes ago. There's a couple more updates there. Uh, Some good news, really, some things to get excited about. Also, going to be going over a couple of honorable mentions that did not quite make the cut in our most recent episode, our 200th episode. In fact, uh, if you have not listened to either of the previous two episodes, I definitely recommend it. In episode 199, we talk about the 10 worst Ranger draft picks over the past two decades. And in episode 200, we do a countdown of the top 10 best Ranger draft picks over the past 20 years. So definitely worth a listen there. Like I said, we're going to be getting into the honorable mentions a little bit later here today. But I just want to say, first of all, uh, it just kind of hit me over this weekend. What a great time this is for sports. And you know, this is something I've talked about in the past as well, but I think it bears repeating. It can't be understated. Uh, yes, I realize there are much bigger things going on in the world right now, things that are much more important than just sports. But at that same time, uh, I think it's still okay to watch your favorite team, to watch your favorite sport, or just catch a random game every now and then and just enjoy it. Because, you know, sports do have kind of the power to heal. They are kind of an escape from, you know, certain things that might be happening in the world. But yeah, you know, in this bizarre year that we've had, uh, this very challenging year to say the least, it's September and you've got the NHL and the NBA both in their conference finals. You've got the stretch run for MLB. you got a lot of teams trying to get into the playoffs. We're down to less than 10 games remaining, and we're going to have just a crazy playoff tournament. It's a little bit of a weird tournament. Uh, I won't go on and on about that, but uh, I think for this year it's okay, kind of like hockey, to expand the playoff tournament a little bit in baseball. So that'll be interesting to see. And then we also just obviously had the start of the NFL season as well. So there's a lot going on in sports. It's a great time to uh, you know watch your favorite teams, watch your favorite sports, and just get a little bit of an escape every now and then. Uh, wanted to dive into to the prospect watch here, and there's more good news on Vitaly Kravtsov. He scored a power play goal with Tractor of the KHL on Sunday. Uh, This was Kravtsov's fourth game with Tractor. There was a play where he pretty much made the whole thing happen. He went through the neutral zone with a burst of speed. He gains the blue line. He passes to his right, and he continues to move toward the net. Now, the player he passed to passed to his left to another player on Tractor. This player shoots the puck, and the save is made by the goalie, but uh, a great play by Kravtsov here. So basically, he's crashed the net. As soon as he got rid of the puck, he started going right to the net in anticipation of something like this happening. Maybe you get a shot at a deflection or a rebound. But basically, uh, the goalie made the save but gave up a rebound, and the puck was 
past Kravtsov's stick, so there was no way he could just, you know, stuff the rebound home, as I'm sure he would have liked to. But what he did was he just used his right skate to basically deflect the puck forward back to himself and then just tuck the backhand shot home. So that was obviously great to see. Uh, Kravtsov has played very well at the rest of his performance on Sunday, he had five shots on goal, and through four games, he's got two goals and 21 shots on net. His 21 shots on net puts him second in the KHL in that stat, and he leads the KHL in shots per game so far in this young season. He's averaging five and a quarter shots per game, so there may be hope yet. I think Ranger fans, you know, it'll be music to our ears if we can keep getting updates on Vitaly Krausoff and continue to hear that he's playing well over there and kind of finding his scoring touch, that scoring touch that was lacking a little bit with the Hartford Wolfpack last season. I know, you know, you take somebody in the top 10 overall picks, you want results, you want to see them performing well right away. Uh, hopefully with Krausoff, it's a situation where he just didn't have it right away. He was adjusting to the speed of, you know, the AHL and and just kind of finding his legs and getting used to playing, uh, you know, one step below the NHL. But it's great to see that he's not only playing hockey and continuing to hone his craft, but actually doing very well and asserting himself as well. You know, you love to hear that he's not hesitating to shoot the puck. If he gets a chance, he's taking it. He's putting the puck on the net and a couple of goals already in four games. So obviously a very nice start there for Vitaly Kravtsov. Some other good news as it pertains to the Ranger prospects, Leas Anderson. Now, we've talked about Leas Anderson quite a bit on this show, and I'm not going to go through every single thing that's happened uh, ever since he was drafted to the Rangers because that would probably be the entire episode. We've done that a couple of times in the past already, but he's playing with HV71 of the SHL right now, and he's up to five goals in the team's first seven preseason games. So that's great to hear as well. Maybe there's hope for Leas Anderson yet. Again, it's been kind of a rocky road for him with the Rangers. He's had a little bit of a frosty relationship with the front office, but you know, JD has done the best he can to kind of uh, open up communication lines with Leas Anderson, and Leas Anderson obviously uh, off to a great start there. I know it's just the SHL and it's just preseason games and yada, 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 but it's still good to hear that Leas Anderson is playing good hockey of any kind in any league, and you know, you just keep your fingers crossed that it can still work out with the Rangers because he's still just 21 years old, so obviously the story has not been written yet, and he'll have a chance eventually to play with the Rangers, or at least boost his trade stock. You know, we've talked about that in the past as well, where, you know, if Leas Anderson doesn't ever go on to be back with the New York Rangers, then at the very least, hopefully he at least plays well in the SHL, maybe in the AHL next season as well, if there even is an AHL season. But he just does something, something to boost his draft stock where the Rangers might be able to move him for you know, maybe a second round pick. I don't know. That's, that might be a little bit too aggressive for Leas Anderson, although there were rumors that Jeff Gorton was holding out for a first round pick, which if, if somebody offered a first round pick for Leas Anderson, I'm doing that in two seconds. I mean, I know that he's young, he's talented, and obviously, you know, the story has not been written yet. He could still go on to have a good NHL career. But with everything that's happened, it just kind of feels like it's one of those situations where it's one thing after the next. So if somebody offered me a first round pick for Leas Anderson, I'm doing it in two seconds because what they're essentially offering you is a redo because Leas Anderson was taken in the first round. It thus far has not worked out for the Rangers. And if you're able to get a first round pick in exchange for Leas Anderson, then you get another shot at it, basically. And, you know, you might end up not with a top 10 overall pick. You might end up with, uh, you know, the 23rd overall pick, the 27th overall pick. It would depend on how the team performs that traded that pick to you in exchange for Leah Sanderson. But for right now, I don't know that anyone would be willing to offer that. So if I'm the Rangers, I'm just going to let him do his thing in the SHL right now. And don't call him back unless you have a clear-cut role for him uh, 
probably at the Wolfpack, maybe on the Rangers, but don't call him back just for the sake of calling him back. Let him do his thing. Let him continue to play well in the SHL. And when you feel the time is right and you have a purpose for putting him on either the Rangers or the Wolfpack, then that's when you proceed in doing so. And then finally, a quick update on Igor Rykov. He is a defenseman who came over to the Rangers in the Michael Grabner trade. Uh, the Devils selected Rykov number 132 overall in the 2016 NHL draft. And Rykov picked up an assist on Saturday with HC CSK Moscow in the KHL. He had 18 minutes and 19 seconds of ice time. And through five games, he's got two assists and a plus two rating. Uh, another guy who, you know, I don't know that the Rangers are really counting on any real offensive production on him, but they Definitely like Rykov. He was a little bit of a dark horse candidate to make the team on opening night last year, but, you know, he had an injury. A couple guys jumped him in the depth chart, and it just didn't work out. But, you know, Rykov, a guy who, you know, again, maybe a little bit of a dark horse candidate this year to eventually see some time with the Rangers. It definitely could happen. Uh, I would expect him maybe to start in the AHL, again, assuming there even is an AHL. But, you know, if, if anyone goes down or anyone struggles or there's an injury, whatever happens, uh, Rykov could be one of the first couple guys to get the call to the Rangers and definitely not out of the realm of possibility that we see him with the blue shirts as early as next season. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Roman. Talking about ED isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my bojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com XXX and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. Today's episode of Locked On Rangers is brought to you by DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Many of your local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. So like I talked about at the top of the show, in our 200th episode, we did a special 
uh, countdown, the top 10 best Ranger draft picks of the past 20 seasons. And I got to tell you guys, it was really tough narrowing it down to only 10. Uh, there were some other guys I definitely wanted to include in there, was not able to do so, and then didn't really have time. We, we went a little long in the 200th episode, so I didn't really have time to talk about the honorable mention. So I just wanted to do that very briefly here. Just a couple other guys who just missed the cut for the top 10. Uh, one of them is going to be Dominic Moore. The Rangers took him in the third round, number 95 overall in the year 2000. He's played 897 games, has 282 points. I really wanted to get Dominic Moore on this list. I just really liked him. I thought he was a really nice complimentary piece on some of those Ranger teams that had all those deep playoff runs. Uh, hard worker, a good penalty killer. Obviously, uh, you know, he was met with tragedy. His wife uh, passed away due to cancer. And in fact, he took the entire season off in 2012-2013. And then he came back with the Rangers for his second stint with the Rangers the following season. And he was on that squad that went to the finals. And uh, in his NHL career, I mean, total journeyman, but here's the list of teams that he played for. So uh, like we said, drafted by the Rangers. So he starts with them. He then goes to the Penguins, Wild, Leafs, Sabres, Panthers, Canadians, Lightning, Sharks, back to the Rangers, Bruins, and back to the Maple Leafs. His last season in the NHL was 2017-2018. He's now 40 years old, so I don't know. I don't think he's officially retired, but I don't think that he played hockey this year either. But, you know, again, not a superstar by any stretch, but just a very likable player. And, uh, you know, taken in the third round, there are definitely third-round picks who do far less in their NHL career than Dominic Moore did. So, you know, if this was a top 11 list, he probably would have been number 11, but I just wanted to throw him out there as well. And then another guy uh, from recent history was JT Miller. The Rangers took him in the first round, number 15 overall in 2011. He has 309 career points. He spent four seasons with the Rangers, two with Tampa, and then his breakout season this past year with the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, the reason he didn't make this list, well, a couple reasons, really. Um, so obviously, monster season for the Canucks this past season, uh, 72 points in 69 games. But that's the first season where JT Miller has really looked like a star, like a big-time superstar in this league. He's been a good player, uh, really ever since he's gotten there, so don't get me wrong about that. But this is the first year that he's really looked like a superstar, so I didn't want to put him in to the top 10 just because of this one season. Uh, but he has been a solid player for a long time in this league. The other big thing that I had working against him as far as him making the top 10 list on the ranking that we did is the simple fact that he was a first-round pick. He went number 15 overall, so you know I can't really sit here and say that he's exceeded expectations. He's pretty much given you uh, about what you would expect, about what you're comfortable with from a first-round pick. Like we said, I mean, he's been a rock-solid player for a lot of years, and again, this past season, by far his best season of his career, 72 points. His next closest uh, to this point total was 56, back with the Rangers in 2016-2017. So JT Miller, another guy just barely missing the cut. And another guy I want to throw out there was Pavel Buchnevich. The Rangers took Buchnevich in the third round, number 75 overall in 2013. Uh, he's been a solid player for the Rangers over his tenure here. I know he's a little bit polarizing for Ranger fans. There are times where, you know, maybe he doesn't look engaged, but then there's times where he looks great and he looks like a playmaker. Uh, I like Buchnevich, you know, over the past three seasons, from least recent to most recent, he has 43 points, 38 points, and 46 points. It's kind of like the case with Dominic Moore. There are definitely guys who have been taken in the third round who have done a heck of a lot less in the NHL than Pavel Buchnevich has. You know, Buchnevich, again, he's a solid complimentary piece, although, you know, I just couldn't quite put him in the top 10. Just didn't think he was quite there. Uh, maybe he ends up sticking with the Rangers long term. Uh, he is going into the last year of his contract. We'll see what happens there. Is he traded in the offseason? Does he get traded at the deadline? Does he sign an extension? Do the Rangers want him there for the long fold? Uh, it's a very difficult decision to make. It could go one of a lot of different ways. We will see. Maybe he ends up in the top 10 list 
yet. You know, maybe at some point down the future, we look at this list again and we insert Pavel Buchnevich in there somewhere. Uh, we can only hope, and we can only hope he's doing that with the Rangers and continues to get better and better and continues to benefit from playing with guys like Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first box at BuiltBar.com. Once again, use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box at www.BuiltBar.com. And then there was a list of players where it was just too early for me to include them on the list of the top 10 best draft picks or top 10 worst draft picks. And I'll just run through all these guys real quick. Uh, as for the top 10 best, I mean... There's guys who might well end up being on this list. They might go on to have fantastic NHL careers, but there's four that I had in mind where it definitely seems possible, but again, just way too early to put them on a list like this. They are Capo Caco, Igor Shesterkin, Ke'Andre Miller, and Nils Lundqvist. Now, in the case of Ke'Andre Miller and Nils Lundqvist, they obviously have yet to make their NHL debut, so it would be impossible to put them on this list. They are highly thought of in the organization. I'm pretty bullish on both players as well, especially Ke'Andre Miller. I think he's going to be a big-time player for this Ranger team. But again, it's just way too early. They haven't played a shift in the NHL, so there's no way I could include them on the top 10 best picks. Uh, same thing for Capo Caco. Now, obviously, he played with the Rangers this past season. Little bit of an underwhelming rookie season as far as the point total is concerned, but I think uh, you know having this offseason and a little bit of a chance to rest up and just get ready for the next season. Also, having a year of NHL hockey under his belt. Keep in mind, Capo Caco skipped the AHL entirely and, you know, just 18 years old, getting used to being in this country for the first time. He's playing with guys who are 7, 10, 13, 15 years older than him. Give him a little bit of a chance. You know, I still think it's going to work out very nicely with Capo Caco, and he showed a little bit of that in the playoffs this year as well. It didn't really show up on the score sheet, but he looked dangerous to me. He looked like he was one of the best Ranger players out there in that playoff series against the Canes. And then for Shesterkin, I was tempted. I, I, I was tempted to put him on the top 10 best overall picks, but let's keep in mind the fact that he has just played the 12 regular season games for the Rangers and then the one playoff game, so it's too early. It's just too early. I, I love the pick and the fact that the Rangers got him in the fourth round and number 118 overall in 2014, it looks like an absolute steal, and I get the feeling if you check back with me even as soon as the end of next season, then maybe by then I would be feeling good enough to put Shesterkin on this top 10 list, but 13 games, it's just not enough. I can't put him there yet. So yeah, all those players have a chance, but we're just not there yet with any of them uh, at this moment. Also, I know we're very excited about Alexi Lafreniere, but technically he hasn't been drafted yet. Be patient. We will get there. We are less than a month away from the NHL draft, so we definitely have that to look forward to. But obviously, he's yet to even join the Rangers, so we can't put him on this list just yet. And I also didn't want to jump the gun on some other young players on this list as far as putting them on the worst 10 picks that the Rangers have made over the last 20 years. Uh, I'm certainly not ready to put the bus label on Vitaly Kravtsov or Leas Anderson just yet. And as we talked about in the intro, uh, they're really off to a great start with their teams playing overseas. 
But yes, they have gotten off to slow starts over their brief tenure with the Rangers organization. And so you just keep your fingers crossed that they can turn it around. If they don't, then yeah, in a couple of years, one or both of them might end up being on the, you know, worst 10 draft picks that the Rangers have made over the last two decades. But again, you know, they have played well. Anderson recently had a five-point performance in a preseason game. Uh, Kravtsov we talked about in the intro extensively, and their stories have yet to be written, so we will see what happens. Who knows? You know, maybe in a few years, we'll be talking about how one or both of them should actually be on the best Ranger picks of the last 20 years. I mean, there are late bloomers in the league. They're both still very young, and you just never know what can happen. So obviously, fingers crossed that one or both of those guys can figure it out, because that would give this Ranger rebuild, you know, even more of a kick because, you know, we're really excited about these young players like Capo Caco and soon to be Alexi Lafreniere. Uh, we're very excited about having two bonafide superstars in Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad. Chris Kreider's still in the mix. And then if you look at the defensemen, uh, you got Adam Fox is going to be there. Ryan Lindgren's going to be there. We'll see what happens with Tony D'Angelo. And then in net, obviously, Igor Shesterkin, we're all really excited about him. So the building blocks are there, but to be able to add one or two more who, you know, maybe some of us had not necessarily given up on, but we were starting to get worried about if Kravtsov and or Anderson can turn it around. I mean, you talk about just kicking this thing into the next gear. Uh, you got two other, you know, big time prospects there, top 10 overall picks in the NHL draft. So if they can put the pieces together, figure it out and become good players for the Rangers, then I mean, look out, look out at that point. And then just one more thing I wanted to mention today is the Locked On New York Rangers Fantasy Hockey League. You guys have heard me talk about this a little bit in prior episodes, but we're starting to get some interest. A couple of people have reached out to me and uh, wanting to play next season. Basically, it's just going to be a league of all of us Ranger fans uh, playing fantasy hockey against each other. I mean, I'll play, and we'll have a bunch of listeners as owners in the league as well, and then we'll also look to get maybe even a couple of the guests that have been on Locked On New York Rangers. We'll see if we can talk a few of them into playing as well, but it's going to be a lot of fun, and a Again, even if you don't know a whole heck of a lot about fantasy hockey, first of all, I'm in the same boat as you. I've only played fantasy hockey twice, so I'm hardly an expert on the matter. And secondly, it's just going to be a lot of fun. You know, it's going to be very uh, low stakes, very good natured, very casual, but it'll be fun, you know, be able to have some bragging rights at the end of the season for whoever wins the league championship. So if you are looking to join the league, definitely reach out sooner rather than later because spots, like I said, they are starting to fill up a little bit. So reach out now, claim your spot. And then uh, as the season, next season gets closer, I will send out a few more details, send out league invites and all that good stuff and make sure everybody gets signed up and we have ourselves uh, a fun fantasy season. So that will do it for today. Once again, if you would like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.